Hello and welcome to the 92nd episode of the GoToCast. And PK said he has something to do, so I'm throwing the mic to him. Congratulations. So, Daniel, I have noticed you have caught up on 7th Time Loop. Yes, I have. I have not watched 7th Time Loop. However, in the past two weeks since we've talked, I have watched two shows, and they are the other two villainous anime of this season. So we're going to have a good old-fashioned villainous off. I see. Because <laughs> I, watched, I watched Dr. Elise, Royal Lady with the Lamp, and then I watched Villainous Level 99. All right. So we we're are officially off. deep yes. in Villainous Off. Um, there are no rules. It's just the three villainous anime, and uh, it's actually seen none of them. So I guess I not he, is the, either, no. he is the de facto judge in this no well, I'm the judge of the third party no, of the Arbiter? Yeah. That's crazy. There's, there's not really a winner or a loser. There's no points, but he's the judge, I guess. Why, why does Dr. Elise not have villainous in the title? You so, explain that. yes. We can talk about this. Dr. Elise, the beginning of Dr. Elise was kind of metal as fuck. We mm-hmm. can start there. So, spoilers, because uh, I don't think Daniel cares about episode one conversation at all. But spoilers, we're probably going to talk about these shows, what actually happens, and not be vague. So, episode one, Dr. Elise, starts off in the real world. Classic, right? Mm-hmm. With this, like, super doctor. And she is on a plane. And the fucking plane is crashing. It's all, tons of people on it. Safe. Tons of people on it. Plane's just going down, right? And it's like, okay, this is one. We're no truck coon this time. We're just massacring hundreds of people in, uh, as collateral for this, right? So then it kind of like, she's like, oh no. Is this really how I'm going to die? I wanted to do so much better this time. And then, so it's like, flashes back, learn a little bit of like her life, becoming a doctor in this world, and you find out she was isekai from isekai world, fantasy world, into normal human world. Right? Mm-hmm. So she's been, she's been isekai once. Boom become like the greatest doctor of the universe because in her previous life she was you know bad villainous etc etc and uh was like wow i was a shit person i'm gonna save everyone as a doctor becomes the fucking greatest doctor to ever exist probably i don't know there was people on the streets that would see her and be like yo are you fucking doctor whatever her her name was at that time it wasn't elise in the the real world whatever her name was they're like oh you're that doctor and i'm like you don't just notice like doctors on the street i don't think like they're fucking nba players anyway so then go back to the plane plane is crashing crashes just Mm -hmm. see people fucking dying on the plane she's you know okay and so she starts treating people saves everyone's life on the plane Mm -hmm. and then they like show go back and show some of the shots of like where she had traveled before and you see trails of blood and she's just bleeding out. And so it's like, okay, well so no collateral damage. The super doctor of the universe has saved the entire plane's life and uh is now bleeding out and falls out of the plane dead. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. And then, so, Isekai Part 2, she goes back in time to her original world, but, like, before she became bitch villainous and uh engaged to the crown prince etc etc now now we're into like normal villainous territory um but she's like fuck that i don't want to marry the prince and become queen of the universe i want to become a doctor and of course she has all the medical knowledge of the current time so op per the usual and i was dr elise basically Okay, and I just I just thought it was fun. <laughs> they fucking it's an made... interesting premise to start on a plane, though. I mean, it, it was that. fun. It was fun that it wasn't just Truckoon, right? That's true. It that's was, a, uh, it's, a, it's a standard, you know. It was this time. Oh, we're that's gonna crash a plane full of people, but we're also gonna fucking flex how good of a doctor she is and make her Ooh. save all of the people on the plane. Um. Except there was one scene where she used a piece of glass as a scalpel on the plane, and then to sanitize it, she just poured water on it. And I was like, I don't <laughs> think that is how that works. But this is disgusting. She, she is the doctor, and I'm not. You know, it's an anime here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the laws of, you know, um, microbiology and, you know, it's the spread of disease. You know, those anime doesn't obey those rules. But... Yeah, 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 of course. Well, also, she died right after. Right. Oh, so okay. okay. If she, you know, no need to know. Honestly, exactly. It's very convenient. Um. <laughs> uh, so that's Doctor Elise, and then of course she has more medical knowledge than fucking anyone in this universe, and people don't really question it. They're just kind of like, oh, she's just a genius. They're like, well, yeah, she kind of cheated. Okay. So that's Doctor Elise. It, it's actually. Great, quite entertaining. Nothing like too crazy other than the first episode just being like, Yeah, we're gonna crash plane. Just for fun. Shits and gigs. Alright. Amazing. Um, I guess seventh loop. So this is my first villainous, I believe. Um I mean it's we, um, this isn't really a villainous though. Like, I really don't understand. Is it really not a villainous? It says the villainous, but shouldn't feel. That's like what I'm saying. Villainous. Um, like she wasn't evil before or anything. I guess because it's who she's engaged to. Uh, so okay, like, well, you understand. Would be that story role. So, yeah. Yeah. What the plot basically is is she has like a normal life. But then, uh, in, like, Magirevo style, her engagement gets called off because the prince dude likes someone else. Uh, and so, that gets Classic. called off, and she, like, runs away, and she meets a merchant group. This merchant group takes her in under their wing, all this stuff, and she becomes, like, a really, really skilled merchant. And then a war happens because of a prince in another kingdom, uh, like, wages war on the world or whatever, and then she gets killed in that. And then... Next time, she becomes a doctor. And then, once again, the war starts, and she dies. And she's a maid, and the war starts, she dies. And she comes a knight, and the, ma the war starts, and she dies. So she has, like, all these different skills built up over... Over dying multiple... Yeah, over, like, six lives. Is this in the same same universe? Yeah, it's not an isekai. Okay. Native. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's like she's re-zeroing, basically. 
practically yeah. every time she dies she goes back to when her engagement's like being broken off in front of everyone okay and so the seventh time she's like okay i'm gonna try and get like a head start i'm gonna go like I'm gonna run away from this like public shaming basically and then i'm gonna pop out a window and then go to my house get my stuff and leave so this time um she ends up apparently like this prince was visiting her country at that time and she ends up running at him and she jumps out a fucking window in front of him he's like what the fuck that's hot Hell and yeah. so okay. and so yeah and so basically he's just really intrigued by her and so uh she gets publicly flam like made fun of i guess again in front of everyone she tried to go to her house because she spent time talking to the dude everyone was already there waiting for her mm -hmm. uh and he's like eh, you know you want to marry me it's like what the fuck and then through things she's like yeah sure you know what fuck it whatever and then it's basically just kind it's basically her and she's like okay i need to determine why he ends up starting this war and stop him from doing and that over it. time yeah. uh and so, basically, she's with him to try and stop a war, I guess, is the way it goes. But she's like, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, not really that politically involved. Right, or at least not right now. She's just kind of doing stuff. Um, like her... See, there was another, this off-topic kind of, but you talking about stopping the war reminded me of this. There was another really funny scene in Elise that kind of just got shook off where she's like, because she's engaged to the prince, so it's like her, her father, the prince, and the king are all just kind of like having tea together. And she's and she knows, because she already lived this life before, that like, oh, in the next coming battle, her brother's gonna die. Right? And she knows that it happens because the neighboring country decides to backstab them. So she brings up fucking war stuff to the king and they start talking about it and she's like you know it'd be really fucking crazy if that country we trust backstabbed us and just like totally tells them exactly what's gonna happen gives them like that intel <laughs> they just like confirm it and are like oh shit that country is a bunch of backstabbers could think we knew about that and are like just kind of like huh it went exactly like she thought and it didn't say anything else about it again Anyway, that's what that reminded me of. Yeah. So your other one is Villainous 999. Nine, nine, yes. I've seen some things, specifically mostly her reaction faces, I guess. Uh, and then I her reaction faces to the OP. are good. There, there is a lot of good like chibi reaction and gifs from this show. Uh, the OP is good. I thought the Doctor Elise OP was not that great. I will say. Uh, Seventh Loops is fine. I don't remember. It's anyway. like does like the classic. There's a dance in the OP, and so therefore it's the greatest OP of all time type of thing. But ah, of course, is it yeah, this yeah. thing? So yeah, that yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, just stuff like this. It it'll like have like the really serious like normal villainous look, and then they'll just like throw the chibi in every so often. I like that. I like that. Kind of fun. Yeah, I've seen. I've, I feel like I've seen it on Twitter. So villainous ninety nine. This is the more traditional villainous route um it, they it's an otome game and she is the villainous from the otome game and the the gimmick is that when you play through the game you like complete the entire story and you know beat the demon lord and everything and then at the very end of the game there's a secret boss that you face 
which is this this uh, villainous character that bullied the main character the whole time, basically. And she's like, you have to be max level to defeat her. And uh, so she has this knowledge. She gets reincarnated into this game as the villainous. And at first she's like, man, so I'm the bad guy? That kind of sucks. And she's like, but I'm also like the most powerful character in the verse. And I have like super rare dark magic and shit. She's like, that's kind of cool. So then she just fucking, she's a gamer, right? She just starts grinding EXP every day. No parents, they're off fucking around in the capital. No no friends, because she has black hair, and they're racist in this towards hair colors. And they're like, man, people with black hair are like black cats. Really unlucky. So she's got no friends, no parents, no responsibilities. She just is a fucking gamer grinding out levels, going to the dungeon every day just killing as many things she can until she has to leave and then you know go sell the stuff repeat the process for first like 10 15 years of her being alive till she goes to school because of course like all good villainous otome games it takes place in a school we're looking at looking at teenagers who will save the world by the course of the game ending and they're all hot standard stuff and um at first, she goes to the school, and she's like, I just want to lay low, do you know, pull an eminence and shadow, just be the background character, but actually be the background character, and no one cares. And then at the school, they're like, all right, guys, we're going to test everyone's levels, see where, see where everyone's starting from. And so at first, she's like, oh, that's pretty cool. I haven't really looked at my level ever, so who knows what level I am. And then, boom, surprise, it's in the title, level 99. Everyone's like, what in the fuck? Like, nobody has ever reached level 99. The fucking head of the knights is level 60. This is Pokemon power scaling right here. And, uh, yeah, that's it. The the main character's crew kind of does not like her at all, which is a little fun because in a lot of the villainous stuff they kind of just uh become friends with the main character's romance interests and uh just kind of take the spot of the main character and in this one the main character and her romance interests kind of exist as like a side party but they don't just like all fall for her and she has her own friends Mm -hmm. and that's it it's uh it's fun and cute that's that's about all I'd say. It, this one's not original feeling, but it does still feel nice compared to a lot of the other villainous, even though it's pretty cliche. And there you go. There's our uh, the run our 2024 villainous off. Judge Spatula, gotcha. any uh, any opinions here? That's a lot. I don't of know. I kind of like the first. I just like the prompt of the first one because of the. You just like they died just... in a plane. Okay, I didn't team. like that they died in a plane. I like that the it was... I liked that they died in a plane. I I was like hell yeah. I don't like the dying part, but you know what I mean. Like I feel like he's a little bit more of a creative entry into you know. I don't know. I feel like Elise is probably I like her as a character more than the villainous character from ninety nine, but I think ninety nine felt more fun. But it at least might be a better story. And then compared to that, I haven't watched Time Loop 
but time loop sounds like it probably <laughs> in terms of just pure writing probably the best story of the three if i had to guess yeah i wouldn't call it anything like exemplary but it's fine pretty decent production i think these quality. are all yeah i think these are all products of like the fact that villainous plot lines <laughs> have just become really popular anyway so it's like yeah, yeah 99 was released in 2019, 7th was 2020. Like... So interesting, is it not part of the, the genre, the subgenre, the or whatever? Vibe. Like, yeah, what defines a villainous? <laughs> yeah, the doctor... it's like most of them have it in the name, right? Like, it's very obvious, right? Like, they're supposed well, to be Well, 7th Time Loop does, but... doesn't it? it yeah, yeah it does. it's literally in the name, but she has nothing, to... she's not evil or yeah. anything. Like, she's married to the guy who's gonna right. be, you know, starting a war or whatever, but that's not... Engagement. Which, yeah, in theory makes her the villainous, but also he hasn't he hasn't done anything not really. yet. Really, yeah. yeah. So I watched both of those today, as part of seasonal catch up. They were both good. I don't know, villainous anime are kind of hard to rate because, like, the genre is still kind of at the stage where it's all like similar. What was the first one? Or, like, is there a first one? Like, an obvious first, like, start to, like, the I don't know genres? Who, I don't know what I... the first villainous is, but the first one that, like, popularized, or made yeah, it popular popularized. for anime would probably Rayliana be Hamefura. In... Yeah. What? Hamefura for anime, and then Rayliana for, uh, I think it's a manhwa? Manga, manhwa. As manhwa. far as, like, written stuff, yeah. Rayliana, to my knowledge, is one of the most popular. And this is like the big one for anime though. Like Yeah. I've, this one I feel came like out this, and then yeah. I feel like after this, after Hamifura, it's just like, okay. Hamifura is the one that like everyone watched and was like, I love this. And me included, because Katarina's just a fun character. Yeah, I've seen. I, I feel like really, and I've seen this like this the artwork of like the the manhwa. Yeah. Like I've seen, I've seen it. Um, most of the other ones are like based off, or like they they're like light novels, right? Like yeah, typically light novels. Uh, a lot of them are manhwa. Also. Okay. Yeah. Fair manhwa, like a manhwa. lot of yeah, yeah, a lot of the because um... my knowledge is that the whole villainous craze started with manhwa and Korean stories and then kind of bled into the Japanese sphere. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was just curious because um, I feel like over the, like, it just feels like it's these kinds of shows are, like, a lot more popular recently. I just didn't know that it was, like, um... Oh, villainous tag on yeah sucks. I know we, like, frequently talk about how list tags suck. Yeah. But also... <laughs> Love After World Domination has villainous tag. Why? Because they're gonna dominate the world. I guess. I I guess by like technicalities, it's more of, of a society, villainous than fucking. You could call, call her a villainous. <laughs> Seventh loop. Seventh loop is fair. Kill a kill is villainous. I've never watched Kill like, a they Kill, have so villainous I can't and really speak to that. like this tag means nothing. <laughs> yeah, they do have it on Kaguya-sama. I don't even. I can't even think of who that would be referring to. Is Kaguya supposed I'm to be the villain? She's like referred yeah, that's... to as like the Ice Queen, but other than that, like I, I guess that's just like a common thing in anime, though. Yeah, that's just like a 
trope slash personality trait, or it's not like a. I, don't know, I feel like villainous has more to do with like the actual plot, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I was just curious because, uh, yeah, it just seems like a subgenre that's kind of just like gotten more popular recently. So just wanted to know what the uh, origins. Are. I guess also. Yeah. I guess also timing because a lot of like the really popular villainous like mangas and manhwa were like 2014 to 2017 mm. 2018 start roughly so it's right? just a matter of adaptation like right? around like, yeah around yeah. 10 years or less ago yeah no that makes sense that makes sense and um yeah once it i guess like goes into the anime sphere there's like more exposure that way so that makes sense mm-hmm. interesting so it's also it's just kind of like they're hitting that point where they're starting to get adapted. Kind of like how most of the Isekai when the Isekai craze happened. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Had been written for between five to ten years prior, prior to their debut in anime. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense actually. Man. Okay. What's the I wonder what the next genre what's the next genre? Yeah. Like do you think we can like have a look into the future based on like what's being written now? That's what I'm so, curious about. So okay, let's think about this. I have no fucking clue. Because Isekai to villainous kind of connects because a lot of the villainous are like Isekai sure, yeah. and game genres. So what yeah. do we do next? Well, I don't know. I, I would assume, you know, like with like all these trends being kind of like I guess like delayed, if you want to call it, based on yeah, like, when it's also the manga is published. About, it is also thinking about what people are writing right now. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. I mean, right now, it's still just a bunch of shitty isekai, so I don't think we can predict all that. Shitty isekai is eternal. Uh, well, well, technically, <laughs> I, won't I was gonna, I was about to say, technically, the new trend is reincarnated as something that's not a person. Okay, when, right. When yeah. we put it that way, reincarnated as an inanimate object. Technically, that is, toilet, you know. Yeah, technically, that then is the current trend like... over the last year that we've been seeing start to get adapted. Right. Yeah. And they've mixed results, in my opinion. I didn't mind reincarnating as a sword. I, I just it. didn't. I think it's a better piece know, it's of entertainment weird. than all the other ones we got. Yeah, it's weird because, like, reincarnating as a sword, I wanted him to be able to do less, like, bullshit things. And then reincarnating as a vending machine, I was just like, please just learn to talk. <laughs> That was like ninety percent of what I needed was just him basic communication, yeah, or even machine, just like, like of all the vending machine bullshit he can do, he can't like change to an LED screen. Yeah, I feel like some of them language. like toe the line a little bit. Like we we already have like cardboard box vending machine, and like okay, if we're gonna go that far. Surely there's like vending machine. Surely like... there's like a billboard or something. Yeah, like there has to be some wacky bendy machine that allows him to even then like he could literally choose telepathy like he chose not to speak because... yeah he did he did quite they went out of their way to let us know that he didn't want to do it which i and guess his reasoning, is no, his reasoning was stupid it wasn't fair he's like oh my god if they're gonna be like if i have stopped being like a vending machine or whatever they're gonna not see me as useful i'm like talking to them is literally the most <laughs> you you're not turning into a human right now like if you use your, or like, his qualms were with becoming human, and that's why he didn't want to use the telepathy as well, I guess. I don't know. It was stupid. It's like, yeah, your usefulness, or even then, like, 
because this is why I hate about stories that have like a wish centered as like the end point is yeah. like he could use his wish that he can he's gonna get from the, like the story plot to like he's like oh I don't want to just become human it's like you don't have, just say I wish I could change between human and vending machine at will and congratulations your your problems are solved you can still give people shit through your vending machine capabilities but also be human it's so dumb I also dislike the wish plot line but that's because I'm jaded through all like stories of wishes gone bad and so I'm always like. Yeah, the whole wishing shit doesn't really work. Yeah, it, it's, well, I mean, there's always a monkey's paw attached to it, type of thing. Like, have you ever watched Aladdin? Or you already know. Listen, 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 listen. If this motherfucker <clears throat> Luffy finds the One Piece and they're just like, "Yeah, this shit, grant one wish of your choice," I'm dropping the series. That's you're dropping the, the series at the end. The series. You're dropping the last ten minutes. Like what? I didn't notice it, say anyway that like funny. people probably wouldn't be able to guess what the One Piece is, and if they did, he's uh, right. Yeah, so he's, donut, bro, he's, he's actively said that people probably will not be able to guess what the One Piece is, and uh, also he has said that it is a physical thing. No One Piece is the friends we made along the way. Well, friends uh, are physical. Well, that depends on the way you think of them, but um. What's funny is I actually do think that um, the day Luffy finds the One Piece will not be. There will be a whole nother arc afterwards. That's the way I, I'll put it. Like, Probably. I don't think that's going to be. Or at least, like, some level of, like, closing off. It's not at this point where it's like, okay, you it's know, just we're, like, we're at the end of the series, yeah. let's wrap it up. It's like, okay, you've been going for, like, 20 quadrillion years, you can just, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's the way the story feels like it's been set up. I feel like <clears throat> uh, Luffy needs to become the Pirate King before some of the, like, last things get tied up. Yeah, anyway. I cannot speak on that, because I haven't read One Piece. I, I haven't either, but I'm, I'm gonna drop it. Drop it at the end. It's so funny. I just like I like saying reckless things like that because I I don't think it'll be a fucking genie that's just like oh one it wish. Be, like I'm just, very confident it's not. It's a donut, but it bro, is. I'm telling you, it is sometimes funny to put stuff out there like that. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> read One Piece until the chapter before the One Piece is revealed, and then okay, say that they took too ever. long, and I. <laughs> Lost interest. Lost interest. They haven't found the One Piece yet after a thousand Bugarillion chapters. Like do you think there'll? Do you think there'll ever be a teaser chapter where they end with like? They're gonna end with, like with looking Luffy's at what the theoretically piece, should be the One Piece, and then we wait another forty chapters before we find out what it is. Oh, uh, that totally sounds like something Oda will do. But like, you'll. I could see it ending on a cliffhanger, and then the next week is the uh, chapter dedicated to the One Piece. <clears throat> Yeah, it's valid. Anyway. The only other thing I've done recently is Jujutsu Kaisen <laughs> classic stuff. Manga is actually going pretty good. It's just also like... <laughs> I just like the memes like centered around shitting on the memes, even from fans the of the series. The memes are like, pretty fun. They understand like say... the bullshit that's been happening. They're just having fun with it, which I can respect. <laughs> I just Oh, um... the, the One Piece memes lately have been going good too, which is fun. One One Piece and JJK memes have like perfectly got their agendas in place to just like maximum fuck around. 
Yeah. And so every new chapter, there's something new. Oh, I guess that like both fan bases are cooking could up. Mention actually, I didn't think about this. Uh, the leakers for like the very early like Shonen Jump leaks ended up getting arrested. Yes, that did happen. I um, I saw that it happened. I don't necessarily know. I didn't look into like who the people were or what they had done. And apparently, they were like foreigners specifics. who ran a shop. And so, how it works is obviously like. You know, you can't just have the magazine show up on the day of. Like, they get that a couple days in advance to be able to set out. Yeah, yeah, And so, basically, they were taking money under the table to, like, give it to, to other people. To, yeah. Since they were, like, a small rural shop, like, they didn't think they'd get caught. But eventually, like, you know, you're... Eventually, someone... Eventually, yeah. yeah like, obviously, the fucking giant companies are going to be seeing, like, hmm... <laughs> For some reason, every Wednesday, people seem to be very excited about Jujutsu Kaisen spoilers. Um, <laughs> and so, obviously, like, and they're just not able to submit copyright takedowns, like, quick enough to take down accounts. And so, all right, you know what, fuck it, <laughs> go into the source. And so, you know, people got arrested for that. But, it, I mean, it doesn't change much. Like, the leaks come, like, a day later or some shit, so. Yeah, that's all it is. There were a lot of once again funny memes of people posting messages that would be like leakers that the like twitter knows and stuff like that and be like live leak from them and then posting like jail cells and stuff like that yeah there were like a bunch of the like the main like jjk spoiler account like everyone like it's like all right we're gonna shield them from getting suspended and they all like change their names to to his and so dumb but but yeah that happened i don't really i don't know i don't like leaks i hate them actually i'd rather especially because um i don't like leaks but i also am the type of person that if i know the leaks are out i will not resist the temptation to go read well them. yeah and they i think like uh that was like one of the main complaints like shonen jump was getting uh because you know obviously uh, like people in Japan would like complain to them, like, uh, "Hey, the, you know, these this keeps getting spoiled online." And it's like, I don't want to have to read these, but like, if it's gonna happen, I'm better off. Yeah, I'm better off reading. If it I'm gonna it see it, out. I may as well see this, you know. And so, yeah, like people when the spoilers are there, like, well, fuck, I don't want to get spoiled. I may as well read these myself. And so they have no reason to actually, you know, use the official means. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen so many, like, spoilers and stuff on, I guess, thankfully, I don't know, thankfully is the right word, but thankfully I'm not reading the manga, but, yeah. like, I, I feel like I've seen it, like, everywhere. There's, like, like, I open a random Discord chat, and it's just, like, spoiler, yep, okay, great, thanks. There's, bro. like, levels to illegal activity that I can, like, get behind. Yeah. Like, leaks are annoying, uh, well, spoilers are annoying, but <laughs> they come from the leaks. The only, I don't mind leaked news. Because I feel like that's different. Uh, and then I... It is a little different. Because there's, like, stages to spoilers, too, right? Like, initially there are hints, which is exactly what it sounds like. People just post shit, and then everyone theorizes. And most of the time, <clears throat> everyone's wrong. Like, the uh, the leakers, when they post hints, they are basically just trolling and having fun with it. But they make sense. But then... Uh, then there's tech spoilers, which will release usually in a smaller batch and then in a big like text batch. It's basically, here's the tech spoilers of the whole thing. 
Yeah. And then they'll do scans and scanlations and stuff like that. Yeah, I think scanlations are fine, but not like don't do them early. Yeah. Because I I understand, and if there's an official avenue, I like Oshinoko. Like I try and look up the newest chapter online. And all those, all the fucking pirate sites are the first ones, and not like the you know the official place I can read it for free every week. Like mm-hmm. every week, uh, with like Manga Plus or whatever, you can read the three latest chapters, so you don't have to. If you're caught up, there's no reason to pirate it. Um, but then there's stuff. There, there are plenty of series that don't get. Uh, I've had discussion recently. Uh, because uh, Lex Torius, who. Uh, uh, is in like a little the YouTuber group. He's the one who I showed you a video from his. I don't remember which one, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, he made a piracy video recently, and so I had to, you know, we had discussed a little bit uh, about things, and then the classic like quote is from Gabe Newell. It's like piracy is a service problem, and that's where I'm generally fine with scanlations. It's like some of these series are literally never going to see the light of day without yeah, yeah, someone just. Yes, taking them and I translating them into English. That. Like, I I could not support these series if I wanted to type of thing. So I may, may as well get to enjoy the fiction, and then one day, if it does get translated, I can, you know, support it from there. Like, I'll know I want to read it. Yeah, because it's like, a lot of times we'll look at, like, the JJKs and the One Pieces and the My Heroes that it's like, oh, I can read it two or three days early. Um, But most of these places, that's, like, what pays the bills. So yeah. they can uh, release everything else. Yeah, I would have to think about it a little bit more, but I agree that there's a very big difference between like, um, yeah, just like getting it early versus like getting it, gets, getting something that you'll like never get, basically. Yeah, like um, Oceanico leaks have yeah. been like a really big issue that even like the artists for the manga is like, guys, can we like not do that? Like, yeah, it, it's and it, that didn't happen until like the anime, like the anime came out, and then all of a sudden, like it's just all right time to get oshinoko that's like gonna pay bills i guess um yeah and so yeah it's just it's unfortunate because i think piracy is like needed to some extent with manga because once again like there's some things that will not ever be able to come through and then um like fucking like metalist was like we didn't get that for a while and so i had to read that through just scanlations but, you know, the physical version comes out in March, and I'm going to get that. So it's just, I don't know. There are things I like to read, and some things are never going to get officially translated. So, you know. Yeah. Maybe 10 years from now, we'll get everything. But for now, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about this too, where it's just like, yeah, like the, I don't know what the word is, dissemination, I guess, of like, uh, like manga and. I mean, anime translations, I think that's, like, very, you know, the subs and stuff are very quick, but, like, um, like manga scanlations and then the official, like, translations and stuff like that. Like, that kind of stuff, it's, like, yeah, it's way ahead of where it was for, like, 10 years ago or, or something, but, like, for some of the smaller works, it's, like... Yeah, it's, it's still in its infancy. Never coming out. I think, it's, like, I, I don't like the idea of AI taking over, but I think eventually yeah. at some point like this translation oh. stuff will get Good i think we'll get more it, series so. it'll get accurate enough to where they can just they can simulpub like a whole bunch of shit instead of just like one thing because like imagine like Kagurabachi got saved basically 
Because the Western community fucking memed it to shit, and then people actually started <laughs> liking it. And people were like, oh, it's actually decent. Yeah, Let's so what if, like, hang on for a bit. more magazines were able to release their stuff, like, Chapter 1 to the West, and then all of a sudden, like, there's some series that maybe aren't as popular in Japan, they like, ex- extremely popular overseas that can actually survive and keep going. Uh, because they have another dedicated audience to them. Instead of, like, just needing to specifically cater towards, like one type of fandom i guess i don't know right yeah <clears throat> but yeah i mean the, it's the, uh... it's an unfortunate it's like a soul for a soul like it would be because obviously companies aren't going to hire enough people to actually have that happen organically yeah. but like with ai they probably like, yeah, yeah we can do that have you seen the um this is like kind of off topic but it's also i mean not not really because i feel like it's it's a kind of look into the future potentially but like have you seen some of the ai videos yeah it's on see like type of that that type of stuff is like odd because we don't have that much information on it so it creates like one minute of like pretty realistic video the background and stuff like there's still a lot of the main subject it focuses on is typically done very well but like the background super fucky is per ai classic yeah like yeah, I'm interested that. to see like how yeah. long that takes to create like for the AI. Like, is it? Oh, true. Yeah, the computing... like it's not going to create that yeah. shit in a minute. So it's like how no. the computing power. I feel like it would take to create something. Like, I don't think it could replace anything. Um, it could be definitely be problematic though. Like as AI, I don't know. I feel like we're like there's no need to create that i feel like we're like stepping no. outside the boundaries of like what ai that's could like do, the, and, like yeah. into the realm of like yeah. why even why have something that can create fake videos <laughs> like, like yeah this point, we're at the crossroads of where like ai ethics are kind of important and also not like definitively established yeah we have like nothing but like for uh, like basically fossils and you know political positions and so they're not going to do anything about it like it took until taylor swift got hit with like some deep fakes uh yeah, of unsavory stuff, yeah. stuff it took like one of the most popular people on the fucking planet had to have it happen mm-hmm. to them before any action was before taken it was really yeah yeah and it's like really <laughs> like it, it's if we had the correct people in the correct places then this wouldn't be a problem I think um, the thing about computing power, though, is like, yes, it's a lot now, but it's just these kinds of tech. I don't have a timeline or anything like that, but you have to consider, right, like things that we thought that used to take like rooms full of like computers to solve. Like now you can do on your phone, right? Like, of course, it took it took decades. I'm not saying that, like, it's going to happen overnight. But I'm just saying the thing about computer computing power is an issue now, but with if more resources are being poured into it, it is very likely to not become as much of an issue. Um, well, it's also like even then, computing power as it stands now is just like unfathomably fast. Like, yeah, and in a year it could think. be even more unfathomably fast. Yeah, you could. I don't know. Like conceivably, like a year from now, maybe the, making those videos does take like one minute. Who knows? Um, well, because the thing, the thing that I always kind of use as like my mental comparison when thinking about AI and computing power and stuff like that is chess computers, right? One of the more like basic forms of not necessarily AI, but like 
self-thought that we've had that has, mm-hmm. at this point, you know, gone past the limitations of the human mind, right? The best chess computers nowadays basically cannot lose to anyone. Yeah, the, the, the thing about chess, though, is, like, it's a closed... It's solved, which yeah, is true. There's some limitations, right? Yeah. Well, solved is maybe not the correct... No, no, yeah, it's, but like, it's there's, there's very... Compared to what the human mind can do, there are very clear correct. constraints on, like... But when, yeah. when you think about, like, what a chess computer does, right, it, Here. in a single second, most of the time, calculates millions upon you know millions of possibilities of moves it can do in every path of what the answer to that in a second and then determines this should be the best move you know assuming i'm playing an opponent with a brain (laughs) or at least assuming the opponent's on the same level that the chess computer is right yeah, so I don't even know if that's that assumption because like, it considers all moves, right? Just like it considers every move possible. Yeah. Uh, the the only reason I add that in is because uh, chess computers are still not perfected. Sure. In that sense, right? So it's like there are chess computers that are lower levels than than other chess computers and might think, not see the same you think moves. My dumbass could fool one of them. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's it's not like physically possible to fool them. Like, not, you'll not, yeah, you'll do a goofy move and they'll be like, "Damn, that's stupid!" And then they'll go through the infinite yeah. possibilities yeah, in exactly. like point yep. five seconds. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Well, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like that computing power is crazy to think about how many possibilities it goes through in that small of amount of time. So it's like, yeah, with the idea of AI videos, it's like certainly not instantaneous. But then I'm also like, I don't know. With the way that I've seen some things compute stuff, it's also I don't know how long it takes, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was not that long. I do feel though, to what like you would think I, this is different than like a chess bot scenario. It where is like you know moving pieces on a board versus creating like like realistic whatever from literally nothing basically. Um, and it's, it's only a minute different. long it's right just, now. Uh, it's like that's imagine like, trying to create a movie out of it. Like that would probably yeah. take longer than actually just making the the movie. Maybe, I don't know. It it's interesting to me only because I think of just how much computing power even goes into like one of those top tier chess bots, and I'm like, it's doing very different stuff, but at the same time, that's still a lot that it's doing in that second solve, like you know, solved game or not compared to essentially creating art yeah the thing the also the other thing about it was like i'm just like looking at it right now the development started which i mean again updated based on you know new technologies being developed at the time but develop development of that the first like chess computer that you know played um you know the, the world played champion the, yeah. uh, it started in like 1985 and then like the, the um the first match which was like in 1996 where it lost Right, you know that's like eleven years. Um, mm-hmm. That's like a lot of you know time that went into that. So the AI one, the AI, the reason I mentioned the AI videos is like I think I mentioned this before, but like AI actually makes my skin crawl just because like you know like the the video I saw was like um, dogs, like dogs playing, and then like one of the dogs like one paw became like the other dog's other paw, and it was just like oh like that kind of stuff like it just mm-hmm. it just 
it just does something to me. Like, I, I just hate it. So I really, really hope it does not become, like, too mainstream because I think I'd have, I'd have a really tough time, like, watching videos if, like, there's a chance some of them would be AI developed. But that's just well, a personal thing. I just I don't feel like that type of stuff would be, like, available to the... It shouldn't be available to the general public. And, it, you know... I, I hope like, not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Laws on a governing AI needed to happen, like, three years ago, so... Yeah, but, yeah. you know, I mean, it's never... Well, and that's like, the big, that's, like, the big issue with it. And then also, it's kind of the relation of things on the internet with free use law is also kind of an issue now with AI, because, like, AI art is a huge topic for people. Yeah. But also, like, legally, there's already not really anything protecting those same people to begin with. So then it, it becomes this big thing where it's, like, if you're someone who sees the like fact that AI can take one person's art and emulate their same style, and that can be very easily construed as like theft, right? Yeah. In a very like conceptual way, then it's one of those things where it's like there's no nothing legally protecting that person's art style from being stolen in that way because it's kind of an unprecedented idea to yeah, begin like, with. Copying a style is one thing, but to like... Because the AI is... It's not just taking the style, it's like learning from their mm -hmm. art specifically and using that in the database and then creating something out of that. I don't know. It's, it's such a touchy thing that... Yeah. I don't think, I don't know. We. I kind of hesitate to think that any like legal action with that type of thing will happen. That's just like the most topical example right now of showing why like the yeah. lack of um laws behind this stuff right now is already kind of a problem. I feel like, yeah. unfortunately, like, it's going to take something insane for, like, actual laws to start to get made. Because um, here's the thing, like, you, me, Spat, like, we're, we're intelligent enough with technological advances. I'm not. <laughs> well, I know what you're saying. You, you, know? you can yeah. notice that a dog's paw randomly becomes another dog's paw, like, because of, you know, like, un uncanny AI stuff that happens, like, yeah, in one of the videos that I saw that they released, it's like, a, whatever, it's like a, a girl walking down, like, a Tokyo street or something. Yeah, but, like, I saw that There's, one. like, a person, like, behind her to the left in the background that is, like, completely, uh -huh. like, literally made out of bags. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, Dude, that's geez. insane. I didn't even notice that. I don't want to go back to that video because I know I'm going to get, like, freaked out. But sometimes... I believe you. Sometimes you do kind of have to look at them a few times to, like, really find... Yeah, like, if I was just seeing it, like, on, like, the the first... Like, if I was on... Like, let's pretend I'm a 60-year-old grandma on Facebook or something. If I see that, I'm just going to think it's real. Because she doesn't, like, you know, 60-year-old grandma's not going to know for the telltale signs of AI fuckery. Well, so, like, yeah. the idea is not fathomable sometimes to older generations, too. Yeah, like, they wouldn't oh. be able to think, like, oh, yeah, this hyper-realistic video was just made, like, from scratch. Yeah. Like, literally no, no yeah, camera exactly. involved or anything. Like, just like type, this, type a few words, and boom. Yeah, like, this picture I found on the internet looks just like my granddaughter, right? That That's where the thought process stops. Yeah, right? it's like, there's, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, there's a lot to think about.
that the part I really hate. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so it's just a lot to think about. That unfortunately is not going to get thought about until it's too late yeah. to think about it. I I, I distinctly remember that video. Um, and the the part I really hate is like uh the signs with the text yeah, on like them. The te- like the text is up. incoherent. Oh, know, it's just it it's not real. Yeah, yeah. heebie-jeebies, bro. It's like it's like the stuff like when you when, like literally when you're in a dream, like everything looks kind of realistic. It's like you know ninety percent, but like something's always off, and that, that part is just it's I'm very sensitive to that stuff. The reason I'm talking about this, by the way, is just like I was I saw that and I remembered the um. I forgot the name of the show, but it was like they used AI art for some of the backgrounds. Um, I forgot what it was. Like some of the animators, they weren't available for some of the episodes. I'll have to find the name, but like uh, we talked about it like maybe a year ago or quite a few uh, months ago. But um, there's also, <coughs> and I'm there's just, also like, I'm just some, uh... that might happen, you know, with uh, the dog and the boy. There we go. Use AI and generated arts for backgrounds, right? Yeah, it was a short film, it one. wasn't like an actual yeah. show, like three but uh. Yeah, and, and that kind of stuff, like, I'm just very, very nervous, wary, whatever you want to call it, um, about that stuff, you know, transferring to video and, like, um, to anime in general. I mean, you see, like, companies trying to use it already, like, I don't remember who it was, it, it might have been, like, Cardi B or someone released an album, and the cover was, like, very obviously AI-generated, like, there was a big footprint in the ground, but then, like, the footprint ahead of it had, like, less toes, and then, like, the cars in the background are fucked or something. I can try and find it, but... Uh... It was just, like, clearly had all the signs of, like, yeah, yeah. no real person would have... I think there's uh... a Magic the Gathering uh, cards that used AI art, and they tried to, like, deny that it used AI art or something like that. Like, people, like, got on them on, on them for that, that... Um... They basically like denied that some of the art was just AI generated when it was like very obvious to you know people who were like paying attention to it, right? So people are becoming a lot more uh, perceptive of that kind of stuff, and you know you'll you won't fool like people who are familiar with AI art. There are some telltale yeah, signs, but, like you mentioned. Yeah, but like so, I mentioned as well, like some people just don't know. Like yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you you will be able to you fool. know, I know, we know. Grandma doesn't know though. Like, yeah, Granny, Granny don't know. Like, there's you could uh, release an AI generated video of like pigs flying, and Grandma would be like, "Holy shit, what is science done?" Like, and she just doesn't know. Happen? Yeah. Um, there's like some fun ideas that with technology like that that could exist one day too that are also like questionable on the ethics side, right? Like, as a sports fan, I think the concept when people are like. Oh, who would win between the '96 Bulls and the 2016 Warriors, for example? Mm-hmm. Right? People bring up stuff like that. Like at some point, AI put, probably will progress to the point where it could entirely create a game. Yeah, like that a kind sports of that game kind of... between teams like that. But like, what does that mean, also ethically? Right. Uh, when you Could say you, imagine... you mean like simulate or like actually like generate the player? Like, what do you mean by that? I think both, but there are different time frames, right? Yeah, because I feel like because um, AI could simulate that right now. Yeah, the term I AI think. is like yeah, it's like very broad, I guess. It like is. the way it's used. I'm uh, thinking, I'm thinking, like fully generate and create it. Like I could turn on <laughs> I can my, yeah, I guess I could turn on my TV to NBA oh, AI they, or something oh. and see like. Hey, here's this theoretical game between fucking the sure. bad boy Pistons and the uh, Kevin Durant 
Russell OKC Westbrook, uh, the young OKC Thunder, right? Like <laughs> I envision that as yes, like that stuff is scary. something that could exist. It's kind of like what Death Battle is, but streamlined to, <laughs> instead of being some guys. Four girls. I don't know who's on the staff there. So some people who uh, collect all this information and then kind of just use that to make a best guess and then make it look cool, right? Is the same idea to me. That's like that's something that could happen, or I could tune in. It could be like today the AI are having a a one v one tournament with the sixty four greatest basketball players of all time, right. and they it has like all the skill sets down watched all the film of the players who knows like to a T how they would react in certain situations stuff like that and the idea is outlandish but also like I don't see any reason it's not possible given yeah sure I mean what we do now in in, like the unlimited vacuum of time right is it something I could see in my lifetime probably but it doesn't feel like it is yeah. Well, yeah. like I said, yeah, exactly. that, that's another that's another ethical thing at that point. If it's progressed to that point where it can fully recreate people in a way where it also like captures their in a sports mindset captures their skill sets and stuff like that, then it's just like by then it's probably already gone too far anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know why I can't find this album cover. It's so dumb looking that I feel like I could have found it by now, but whatever. It, I wonder if I, I looked up what it gist, looked like. But... Yeah, I know. Yeah, I wanted to find it anyway, but alas. But, uh, I guess going off the AI part of things back into the anime podcast yep. realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did have a reason to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, was I, it was, it was yeah, topical, yeah, topical yeah. tangent. Topical Go ahead. Tangent. Uh, I... St- Okay, so I did start Seventh Loop. However, there are other things that I've done that is, time. That history did say I had a few things to go over, and we <laughs> did our villainous off, and then went immediately into AI, AI off. <laughs> yeah, AI. So, uh, Piggy Sky finished. That was cool. Um, is that it? Just it was cool. It, the I mean, it's fine people, if that's it. It's it's funny that like a lot of people complain like the ending wasn't very like there was a lot of motion going on. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of people caught it like a PowerPoint uh final episode. I'm like, now you're complaining about the, the production quality. <laughs> like, you do not watch episode nine. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, uh, it's it had an interesting end. Um, I feel like it'd been more interesting if it didn't continue from there, but it does. Uh. I don't know how many novels in this went. Like, I feel like it had to be, like, two at most, but I don't know for sure. Um, I don't know. It's it's such an odd thing, because, like, the world it's is still, very uh... interesting, and the characters get pretty interesting as well, but it's also, like, it It was definitely a throwaway anime because the light novel is going to end. You're is the saying... source material still ongoing? Yeah, it is. It's okay. about to finish. Next, like, I think like the next novel is going to finish it, and that's probably why the anime gotcha, got made. Gotcha. Just like promoted a little bit, just to do it. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to end in March. I see that. Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's probably a much better read than to watch. Like, I don't know. I'm sure. Also, like the things I found annoying about the pig character, 
were probably not as bad if I read it, and also the things that, like, saying it has a cool world, and things like that to me are generally elevated in reading. Yeah, like, I, like, the, the backgrounds for this anime are, like, super basic, like, you know, it doesn't do not a lot to, like, level. It, not quite Orient level, like, <laughs> I get to see an occasional not rock, you know, it, but there is a lot of, like, oh, we're, we're traveling through, we've been traveling through the forest for X amount of episodes, it, it's pretty close to Orient level, honestly, but it is a bit different, I guess, um, the difference between this and Orient is, like, we actually, like, go to a town every now and then, instead of, like, you know, instead of staying there, in like the oh desert boy, for you know, it, it's a uh, we're in a rocky area. Oh, there's like a castle or whatever, not even castle, like a little. They have like move. They have like portable islands, basically in Orion. That's like the only fucking buildings you ever see. Um, anyway, not not an Orient com- complaint <laughs> session. We we we're past that. We'll, we'll never have to see it again. It's just been it's been a while since we talked about Orient. That's yeah. a reoccurring character on the podcast, so. I'd you say know. higher level than Orient, but not not by a lot. Uh, and the animation's awful, like really bad. And uh, I don't know. There was not a lot of soul that went into this. Not not at all. But for what Still it was, okay. it was much better than I ever could have expected. However, something that was also much better than I ever could have expected. Shangri-La Frontier. That shit's gas. This, this anime is so was... cool. I so, saw you talking about it the other day. Yeah, there's and, not a lot uh, of like I didn't see much of what you said. I just saw snippets of what you were talking about. I was like, oh, he's hooked. Yeah, there's not a lot of like monkey action anime. Them like, yeah, this this shit's the like this shit fucks. This this one fucks though. This one's so cool. So it is. Uh, hmm? The main character looks crazy. The bird. Yeah. The yeah. Bird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, so uh, this is a a game anime, like an actual game, not like an East Sky yes, or anything. It is. I I yeah, feel yeah. like this is this is honestly like peak VR MMO like anime, like subgenre, um, like better than Sword Art Online. Oh fuck yeah, it's better than Sword Art Online. <laughs> okay, just had to had to had to hear that. That's your bar, you know. So it's the not people, the listeners had to hear <laughs> you say that. Yeah. Anyway, so it's uh, it kind of fits in the same realm as Bofuri, where it like it doesn't try to be good at writing, and it's like, but it's it takes itself more seriously still. So I think what it does best, like the writing isn't great. Like there's not like a grand story or anything. It's not like a solid piece of literature, but it it's still like sound writing, if that makes any sense. Like it doesn't try to yeah, do anything like in great, the same but... way. It's still solid. Yeah, in the same way that you said, like, Bofuri is not bad writing, because it just kind of does what it wants, and doesn't... It doesn't try to pretend... It just, like, plays by its own rules, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't try to play pretend like it's some, like, greater piece of literature. No, Bofuri is stupid, and that that is literally its personality trait, its only thing. Uh, And that's kind of what this one does. Like, none of these characters are, like super fleshed out or anything it t- doesn't ever take like an episode to be like oh yeah this is this character's like backstory or blah 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 and then like never talk about it ever again uh and a lot of the things like it will generally it won't have like big exhibition exposition dumps or anything um it just does things as if the world is existing as it was meant to exist rather than uh you know having these weird explanations like unnatural 
<clears throat> unnatural explanations. Um, and I feel like how is like um, the the game aspects of it? Yeah, that's what I was about, exactly about to say. Okay, because under- that's the thing that I really get into with series like this is if it feels like they're incorporating the video game stuff into it in a way that's fun, then I'm like sword, art, on, sword like, art online. This this one feels like it understands gaming culture like more than any other mm-hmm. VR MMO. What's it called? Um, so it is another one of those, like, you know, like futuristic, uh, like the full dive. And then also, um, like this game is like where we were just talking about computing power. I don't think the human race could physically like run this game at this point in time. Uh, (laughs) and so this, this game has like, um, I guess one of the big things with it is there are, uh, there are like seven unique bosses basically and i don't know how this work this shit works like okay they're like per server or not like raid bosses essentially or like yeah so yeah because like surely it's not all on one server and i feel like they've mentioned that but i don't know anyway so basically there are seven like unique bosses that like once you beat them they're done but they're they're like they're insane they're like top tier like this is yeah so like you beat them and they're fucking statue is going to be raised in that spot it's going to be like cleared by yes, fucking like Shangri-La the, the entire the, the game but... is Shangri-La Frontier yeah I know I know it is but I just couldn't think of I didn't have the page up so I don't know his name so I just wanted to say something yeah so uh, basically uh, no one has ever beaten one of them and they kind of like they also scale. Like if you have more people, that like, yeah, their, yeah. their health and stuff scales apparently. Um, and as so, they should, because otherwise you could just have like get the whole invite game to... the whole server. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tell everyone like, hey, let's all just raid boss this shit, which would be a great event if yeah. it was possible. But so basically, what I like about this is like it. It's not like an op. Like this character is very skilled at get. So what his whole stick is. Is he only he exclusively plays horrible dog shit games? Is is <laughs> so his whole... he's so he's the Daniel of <laughs> playing games. Wow, that's well, crazy. That's he, he's up. like me watching anime. Yes, but, exactly. But with games. <laughs> so he is so skilled in these. So like obviously like it's it's an interesting like take on the technology of like the VR like the full dive VR stuff. It's like so like this technology came out and obviously everyone wanted to like capitalize on that but a lot of the studios like are not good like they're so a lot of these dog shit games releases or release and so he just okay. likes playing those for the challenge he likes of it. To play all the bad ones because they're kind of entertaining in a way yeah so like the very first scene is him in like a shit game that he completes uh and like he there's like <laughs> he learns through like probably like an internet form or some shit that like there's a five minute cutscene basically that you can move around and he beats the shit out of his companion character for like five minutes because there's like a penalty so, if you do it anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. And so he does it in so those it, five minutes because like the big the side character he has is like actually like the most like detrimental thing. Like every problem exists. he ever had in the game is like because of this character. Yeah. You were saying something. Is um the Shangri La Frontier game, is that also considered a shit game in this? No, I don't so know, what, what this game is, so he completes the shit game, he's like, and he goes, so he has like a, mm-hmm. his game store is, he's like homies with uh, the person running it, kind of, 
Like, you know, they have okay. like one of those, like he's a regular customer type of thing. Yeah, he's and, a regular. He buys all the games that nobody wants to buy. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, hell yeah. Here's the guy who's going to buy this thing that's been collecting dust on my shelves. Yeah, so like he goes in and he, he starts, uh, he's like, they're like, oh, you finally finished the game? He's like, yeah, this shit was dog shit. And he starts complaining about it. Uh, and then, so the main store lady's like, well, why don't you try like a good game for once? And then, so she hands him Shangri-La Frontier, which is like, literally praise is like a god tier game and yeah uh, this is like the fucking world of warcraft <laughs> of this universe yeah so basically he goes into shangri-la frontier and it's like you know the classic like your skills in real life or like your your general skill can translate into this game and that's like okay. the big, like your level's important like he can hang in a fight but like he can't like kill like a level 99 because of their defense or yeah, something yeah, like that right. like at least not easily yeah, the so. stats stats do matter stats do matter but yeah at, but like at a certain point they matter a lot less and your skill is much more important because that's because like well, that was yeah that was similar in a lot of the other ones to the sword <laughs> arts log horizon stuff like that it's yeah the it's same, like your skill is like, important the game system helps you a bit but you kind of have to both be good at the game and also have grinded to a level where you can at least do something. I mean, it's, it's the same as like Pokemon, right? It's so true. Anything, take, right? Or most games. Can't most take games your level too. fives. Yeah. Can't take your level five C Elite Four, even if you give them like custom egg move sets yeah. and max EVs and IVs. Yeah. yeah. But there are like challenge runs for every game, right? Where like, you know, you stay at level one the entire time and some people can beat the entire game. So, yeah. So, it's yeah. Yeah. so what this is, um, so he is just, his skills, he's played so many dog shit games that like, uh, so like, let's say there's a parkour sequence in like Shangri-La Frontier. He's like, well, this shit's easy because the game is actually functioning. <laughs> and so, uh, like his trash game experience makes him really good in this game. Uh, and he's got, you know, like companions or whatever. Um, one is a pro, yeah. like a like an actual professional gamer. The other one is like someone he met in another dog shit game. Uh, I can't remember if they both met in that game or not. I know that all three of them came together in one dog shit game, where it was, like, it was a game trying to simulate, like, basically kingdom versus, like, attackers, kind of. But, like, all the kingdoms, people, like, the army gets wiped out, so it's a bunch of peasants, right? Trying to, like, build their way up and, and fend off this invasion. But apparently the game was, like, so, like, brutally uh, misbalanced and, like, really trying to sell the peasant part of it that, like, it takes, like, 12 hours. Like, it has, like, pre uh drop rates, basically. Like, you'll yeah. never get what you want. Uh, and so, so what people did instead is they just, like, killed all the NPCs and, like, stole their... That people just steal from each other. So hell it just yeah. became, like, <laughs> hell on earth, basically. Uh, yeah, it, like, this game understands that, like, gamers are not going to play the game as intended. Like, this game banked on that, and it failed, obviously. Um... And there's another game where he gets like all of his main fighting skills from. Basically, it's like there's a it's a game so fucked up that like there's just a small niche community that plays this game, but it, they exclusively play this fighting game with bugs. Like <laughs> it's just such a interesting. Take. Once again, that's very accurate. Yeah, there like, there are a lot of niche games like that where it's like I mean bugs and mods and stuff like that basically hand in hand. It's just the difference is you make a mod in bugs you might just see and be like oh that's kind of funny let's keep it yeah like it, like in this game there's a uh, one 
like technique he has where like your feet stay in one place but your avatar like stretches somewhere else so you can like dodge things easier it's so it's like it understands game culture for like it doesn't just like all right we're in shangola frontier now this is this is gaming everything's like this like no there's a whole lot of dog shit out there um and that's what he's used to but yeah it's just such a in another thing like there's what it kind of shows like the skill versus like you know you can only do certain things so easily uh and it, like what I pre like Maple has not died in Bofur, and I don't think she ever will. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, at he, this he, point, I feel like I would think less of the series if if she died. Maple died, unless it was to some like absolute crazy like plot twist level thing. But I don't even know what it would take to get me to be okay with that, right? Yeah, because like, the the perfect chance for Maple to die would have been the uh, fight at the end of season one, right? Yeah. But she did. So if you're not going to so. do it there, I don't know where it's okay for it to happen. Yeah. So, but like in this, like he's very good, and he won't. There, it depends on what he's doing on if he's going to die or not. Like the very first boss he runs into, like he beats it, but he's like poisoned, and he has to make it to the next town and like find a bed to save in before he dies. It's like, it's, which kind of like started to sell me on the end. Makes him like, okay, so he's not just going to never die or anything. Um. And then there's yeah, there's... like he can be okay, but still have the potential to fail. Yeah, and so I guess like slight spoiler. This is like I feel like the first three episodes could be combined into one as like a premiere type of thing. Um, mm -hmm. So the, his character design, if you look at it, you can see he has like scars on him. So yep. what happened was he actually had like some level of gear, but he ran ex. So the unique bosses have like a a spawn condition, but not all of them are known. And so he accidentally spawned one of the unique bosses while he was off on his own. Uh, and he survived long enough that he ended up getting, and he wasn't doing jack shit for damage, but he survived long enough and it hit him with this attack and it put like a curse mark on him to where he can't wear gear in his like scarred areas. So his legs and like torso are fucked and he can't put anything there. Um, and so it's interesting to see him like, so he just like centers his build around that. It's interesting. Um, and like one point there's a, like a Coliseum fight he has for like, uh, one of the quest lines he's on and he has like a generally easy, he dies seven times to like this pack of wolves. He just fight like he figures out their, their patterns and then he's able to beat them. Um, but but then he dies 112 times to like a bird. <laughs> it, it, so I, that was like the most relatable part. It's like fucking birds are the worst, dude, in any game you play. Because he doesn't have like, he didn't think about like range weaponry. And so there's just a bird that like attacks by shitting on him. And so it's like, <laughs> he had you know, it took 112 attempts to, to kill. It, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, it's animated pretty well too. Like, uh, it's not always insane. It's like the most recent episodes, uh, it was a four-part, ep a four-episode boss fight that just happened. It was done very well. Like it's it's just a very solid like monkey action series with likable characters. It's good. I re I've really enjoyed it so far. Like this I like how, I like how you mentioned that, that like takes some think, like the uh, realistic parts of gaming. That that part's cool though. Yeah. I think in this in this scenario, be 
you'll be okay with this, but I think you've sold me on it. <laughs> so I will probably watch this. <laughs> is this going to be better than Sword Art Online? <laughs> I just like the concept of using Sword Art Online as the measuring stick. <laughs> That's the bar. Um, just because of how popular it is. And, and gen- <laughs> genuinely, Sword Art Online, at least the first part of it, is very good. Or at least decent. There's a big gap between very good and <laughs> yeah. I you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I don't think I I don't know. I don't I didn't really think any of Sword Art Online was absolute dog shit except for the fucking author doing the author things yeah. once every arc. That pissed me off. If you take that out, I didn't mind it as much. I kinda liked the elf game or the fairy game. They were elves, or whatever. Right? Yeah. yeah, I kind of liked that. I didn't think it was that crazy to, like, I don't know. I feel like everyone saw that and they absolutely hated it. And I was like, I don't know. It's just like a slightly different take on the original game. And it's kind of fun how it was different. I thought Gun Gale was actually a really cool game. And I, I kind of wish we'd gotten more of it. I mean, there was a spinoff. That is true. I feel like Gun Gale was the game from the Sword Art universe that I think would be the most successful in, like, our world. <laughs> yeah. And, um, obviously the Alicization stuff is a completely different beast, but I don't know. I think Sword Art's decent, and I would probably call it good if it wasn't for the fact that the art author is sick in the head. And that's the word I'm not sick a... in the head. I just think it's a lack of like maturity through like authorship that like it's like how do I start this conflict? How do, how do I, I how do I how evil? do I make conflict? Yeah, that is true. Because it does seem like that's the that's the conflict trick, right? Yeah, it's like oh, if you want to make someone evil, just have them do something really evil. It's like yeah, I guess. <laughs> but like, then like uh, yeah. by the by the time he actually employs like the uh, you know like this the stuff that he does in like a, a more meaningful manner than the other times it's like okay well you've done this like three other times by now <laughs> like yeah like at it, some point I can't it's kind of like oh i'm sure it's coming and that's uh i don't know it's whatever it's anyway sword, sword online should have stayed in sword Art online i would agree with that in the sense that i think sword Art online should have stayed in sword Art online longer i can like why? Like I, I think if we had more time, in uh, more time to like not necessarily the progressive route because the progressive is like super extending all of it, but like that idea if we had had, you know, twenty five, thirty seven episodes in the Sword Art Online game, to like really like get to know a lot of those characters and care about a lot of them, I think some of the payoffs later would be better. Yeah, like the I think the thing with Sword Online is I've always said it's like it's like an author's wet dream of a premise to like you have this you know you die in the game die in the game you die in real life Sword Art Online's like the one that really made that one more popular than anything, um, and then you have this concept like okay there's a hundred fours to this shit, and then in tw- in like twelve episodes basically you throw that all of that away like your your yeah. cool world your cool premise they're gone like <laughs> suddenly. Yeah. 
uh, you know, everything is just kind of whatever. And I have enjoyed Progressive a lot more than, like, just original SAO because it is taking its time to, like, flesh out parts of, you know, these characters and their relationships and the, the world that they're in. Like, we get to see other floors. Um, and, I, you know, Mars complains that it diverges from the novel, but I don't know what the fuck the novel is, so for right yeah, now... Yeah, we, we don't really know what that is. I, it's also, like, uh, I think my biggest issue that I have always had with sword art is I'm someone who really appreciates having like a full cool cast of uh side characters, right? Yeah. And Sword Art made those characters and then doesn't really use them. The first two seasons, it kinda like makes the characters in Sword Art Online and then we finish and then we go to the next game, get a few more characters don't really address the characters we already have, then we finish. Go to Gungale, you know, once again, not really addressing the past characters, but get, you know, get another, then we finish. And it's not until, like, deep alicization that, uh... I feel like the second half of season two does a little bit, like, you'll see it does It does a little together, bit. But it's also, but it's... like, split up by Mother's Rosario as well, so it's like, you only get, like, a you know, X amount of episodes with it, and then it's on to Asuna Focus and then Alicization once again. Like, you have to sit... All of Alicization, basically, is, like, Kirito meeting new characters, and then yeah. War of Underworld also doesn't really have the old characters that much until the second part, and so, yeah, there's just a lot of, like, you don't spend time with characters that you've met very much. At least, it's, like... It's, uh... Yeah, in Alicization, I... but that like that's one of the ones that get introduced in Alicization that you're spending the time with. So, yeah, yeah I think uh, I think if a lot of those, like I really like Klein, right, the boy. Yeah. Um, but Klein doesn't have screen time like that, really, in my opinion. None of them do, and so to me, it's kind of like I wish the side characters more felt more re- relevant. And part of that to me feels like it's because the the first original sort of online plot line was wrapped up in twelve episodes. Yeah, right? I mean, once again, it comes because down to, that's like, where a lot of those yeah maturity, and that's probably like why he made progresses. Like fuck, <laughs> I fucked up. Like shit, I gotta go. I back. did and... not know the cash cow I had, and I did. Yeah, so it's you know, like because uh... at some point it's also like I I imagine. As an author, sometimes you're just kind of writing things that you want to write and not really thinking about, like... Yeah, what I'm sure he oh, was people doing are gonna love was, this, like... Right? Not even just that, but I'm sure he was like, oh, how do I, like, make... Like, how do I get to the next part? Like, what do I do? And it's like, yeah. oh, you know, let's let's introduce a new character. And it's like, yeah, I just did that last time, but well, I'm sure it's kinda, we'll do it again. It's kind of similar to the fact that, like, 86 was only... I'm pretty sure they've said it was only originally supposed to be the one novel. Yeah, it was supposed to be a one-off. Uh, or at least it, it was written with the intention of this is probably the only book that's going to be written here. And the author luckily left it just open-ended enough to be able to do stuff later. Yeah, which is probably like planned, like, okay, just in case. <laughs> yeah, just just in case. But it, it makes me think of that, where it's like, okay, that, that one novel happened, they had a great story, but they didn't know it was going to be popular. At least not on that level. Yeah. Similarly with Sword Art, I, I 
assume it was just kind of they were just writing and uh just kind of see where it goes yeah this this one uh so the way it deal like shingrel frontier deals with side characters in a way that like uh i from the very beginning you don't have that many you kind of have like a, a set uh like few relevant characters at least right now uh, like obviously you have the main character um but then other than that like there there's a character that has like a, a crush on him and like the whole gag is that like she's trying to meet him in the game but uh it, it's it's a whole other thing but there's like really like five characters to care about uh and if you're like on the shingrawa annualist frontier page like at the very top those are like the five um you you have the main character, his two gaming companions. He has like an NPC that he has with him because of like a quest, and then the the other girl who's trying to like meet with him in the game. And so you don't have to like balance your time with all of, like not even like balance time. Like you're, it's not like you're meeting one character, they have their arc, and then you move on. It's like yeah, all these characters are like connected together, and they don't introduce like too many things outside of that for you to remember. Um, like, they'll have, like, reoccurring characters. Like, there's, like, a gag reoccurring character that, like, there's this one dude who's, like, teaching this girl he likes how to play a game. Um, but she's, like, really trigger-happy. So, like, anytime she sees mm. something, like, remotely scary, even if it's another person, she tries to kill it. And so, you know, every now and then you'll, like, see see them in the background. She'll, like, whip out the bow to, like, shoot something, and she has to stop her. Like, that type of stuff, you know. You don't actually have to... You're not like super invested in them, but you'll you'll see them like uh, in your know, soy jack. Like, oh my god, there they are. You know. Yeah, that's my. I love reoccurring background characters. I will say that it's just fun. Yeah, they're they're like the like the fucking goon squad from Bow Furry, except like less. I don't know that if you know if you know which one I'm talking about, like the yeah yeah, yeah like except they appear less often. It's only the two of them, so. At least so, like, maybe they're, I mean, you know, we just finished an arc, so maybe we'll, we'll probably be meeting more people soon, but for right now, there's, like, just not that many characters to keep track of, and so it's nice. But, uh, yeah. I do love a good video game show. Yeah, this one, this one's really fun. Like, I, I skipped past it initially, because I was watching shit ton of things, like... I, I think I was the same. I had a lot on the schedule, and I knew life was getting busy when it was coming up, too. And so I was like, you know, this looks goofy, but I'm not going to plan on it right now. Yeah, like, this came out in fall, and I had a lot of stuff I was watching in fall. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, I added, like, Vexation uh, because it was just going to be, like, a 12-episode thing. Like, I knew this was going to be too core, so I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll just I'll add Vexations because I like the ending song, and then uh, I know it'll finish up. But, you know, since winter's been kind of more dull for me, I'm like, you know what? Uh, let, me, let me try and watch this. And then I ended up binging like, all of it within a pretty short period of time. Like, I had a lot of fun with it. It's really good. I, I, I did watch uh, the uh, trailer and stuff, and, like, the the animation doesn't actually just, like you mentioned, doesn't seem super too bad or anything. Like, uh, yeah, like it seems, like, pretty good in most scenarios. It's yeah. mostly just consistent, but then there are times where it, it will pop yeah. up a bit. Like, uh, I doubt there's any gifts for it, but it's just, yeah, it's just good. Yeah, the main character, I, I like from what I've seen, he seems pretty goofy, which I, which I like. So, <laughs> yeah, he, it's uh, 
fucking bird bed. I don't know how I'd feel about it at first. It's like a little weird, but then like you yeah, just used to it, it. It's goofy, but at the same time, it doesn't look so goofy that I couldn't get over it. Yeah. It just looks just goofy enough that in like a busy time of my life, I would be like, maybe I don't do this this time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah, it was a good one. And like his little rabbit side companion. It's like one of those things where like I guess it's like fifty fifty on if you'd get annoyed by it, but also like apparently uh the main character and the rabbit's voice actor are like married in real life, so they have pretty good chemistry going. So it's, yeah. Well that's 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 nice. That is fun. Yeah. Just get get to go to get to go to work with your wife every day. Yeah, I love a good married in real life voice actor combo. Wait. Does that does it, has that like existed? I mean, of course it's existed, but like it happens prominent, more prominent often. Groups, like happens more often than you would think. Um, there's like a really oh man, there's like a really popular one that I've watched in multiple shows, and I don't remember off the top of my head who it was. Was it the Wodakoi? No. Who is the couple? Uh, I don't know there was another the right one. Word, there's one so on my mind. Something. Yeah, there's one on my mind that it was a it was a couple of voice actors that were playing like a couple in a show that I've been watching, and I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. But I don't remember who it was. Yeah, there's like there's some where I'm looking, and there's. Like, they'll list, like, two voice actors that are, like, married, but they won't show, like, if they voiced in the same show or not. Um, yeah. Like... There's, like, a specific one where it's, like, a, it's not the main characters, but it's, like, supporting characters. And they were married. And I don't remember what it was. And I'm gonna be upset that I don't remember what it was. Yeah, like, I think it, I think it, it is pretty cool, though, if it... Like that kind of stuff if it happens. Like, it's, I, it's Takatatsu is married to Yuki Kaji. Like they're very popular, but I don't think they voice in like the same shows together or anything. Uh what voice actor? Oh hold on. Okay, never mind. This is I'm gonna have one of those once I find them, I'm gonna have this brain blast moment where I'm like, "That was the one." <laughs> yeah, I yeah, don't. Not, I don't not, like. I know I, the the. I didn't think it was for uh, like your and um, what's his fucking name? Not oh, I remember. Lloyd. It was they're not uh, married, but like they've voiced. Like, I remember, I remember, couples I remember. together before. In Fate Grand Order, that's hey? that's what it was. There's a. Uh, two characters it's uh maya sakamoto who voices leonardo da vinci and then kenichi suzuburo who voices romani they're married they are married and the the two characters are not the characters in are not in anything in the game but they just have Ooh. that like that position of character where it's like they feel like a married couple and the okay, like, okay. chemistry, okay, yeah, the chemistry between the two of them 
contributes a lot to that. Sure, too. yeah. Her I mean, even if they didn't, it's still cool to see like both. And I feel know. like, I feel like they've done other stuff together too. Apparently, Ayana Takatatsu and Yuki Kaji did voice in a romance together. Uh, not, not one that is very typical, and I'm not surprised I didn't remember it. Uh, high school DxD. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I I do vaguely remember that happening. Yeah, like obviously Yuki Kaji is the main character, Issei, and then uh, Ayana Takatatsu is uh, Koneko. So. <laughs> I think it was kind of go right. I'm not insane. I'm pretty sure it is. Whatever. I don't know why I can't see the. Why is this fucking article not mentioning the names of the characters? That's insane. Yeah, it literally describes her character, but it doesn't say the character name. I'm going to assume it's Koneko. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there's more out there. It's a very like difficult thing to look up, and I don't know how many people like properly compiled something like that. I guess I could actually like look up the voice roles of like. I wonder if this guy's done any romances that he's been with his wife in. Probably not. I don't know. It'd be difficult to look up. I'm not going to do that. No, but but I was just curious, just because it's I don't know. It's just it's just cool. It's like nothing else. Um, yeah. I guess uh, talking about like what I've been up to, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, I was kind of busy, but uh, I've been keeping up with the seasonals that I was watching and the solo leveling. I think I re- I remember last week. I think it was last week or the week before. I mentioned that I like really liked the show surprisingly, and then I think it was Daniel who mentioned that like. Uh, it's like your first time seeing like an overpowered character type of show, right? And like the novelty kind of wears off and stuff like that. I think I got to the point where like uh, the tropes are like the um... novelty already worn off. <laughs> no, it hasn't worn off. Like I still enjoy it. Like genuinely, like I still find it. But like I can understand where it's coming from. Where like I can see the tr- the parts that that are like that could be tropes that I could see in other similar shows. Where yeah, well, I assume you're caught up to episode six, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. So, like, the the most recent episode, everyone's, like, hyping the fuck out of it on social media. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So something, this is, like, about where, I, I knew it was going to happen, because this is, like, about where I stopped in the, in the Manwa. And so I watched the episode, and I'm like, and? <laughs> like, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't very, I didn't care for it that much. Like, I can see why people get excited by it, but, like, you know, compared to that, like, watching that episode of Solo Leveling versus, like, the next day was, like, the boss fight finale for Shangri-La Frontier. Like, I knew which one I gave a fuck about. <laughs> it wasn't Solo Leveling. I cared more about a dude fighting a boss in a video game than I did, you know, uh, most popular anime of the season type of thing. But, you know, I, I get why people like it. It's just, uh, it's just one of those things where... I don't really care for this type of series yeah. at this point. Like, if I had watched, if I had watched solo leveling in like, I don't know, twenty fifteen, that show would be gas. Ten out of ten, greatest anime of all time. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. But like, you know, it's twenty 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 four, so it's uh not not quite. Yeah, I um, yeah, I can, I can, I, I'm not saying that this show has like ignited a love for that genre or whatever, but it's like, 
it's just entertaining. That's all. Uh, animation is is uh, good, and um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's like that's all I can say like, about it. Really, if <laughs> the, had like the plot a live... is like insane. Nothing. It's just entertaining. Yeah, if you had like a live action adaptation of this, like in an American <laughs> movie theater, most people are probably like, "Oh, this plot is very unique." And then you look at like the twenty thousand other like series that have the <laughs> yeah, exact yeah, yeah. same like type of world and such, and it's like a. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, for sure, for sure. Ignorance and, is bliss, uh, type of thing, I guess. Yes, exactly. But hey, bliss is bliss too, you know. Yeah. Ignorance yeah. is bliss, but you know, I can't complain if I'm enjoying it. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes from here. But uh, I can it's definitely like see an, like where entertainment yes. to watch. Yeah, and that's all I'm looking for most of the time. Probably. Yeah, probably. We'll see. We'll see if the novelty wears off, but for now, it's good. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stick with it though. Well, yeah. So is that the one you caught up to, or you caught up to... No, I caught up with the Sign of Affection, too. Um, the thing, <laughs> this is such a random... This is such a thing that I would do, but, like, I always notice the guys... Uh, I, I, I'm terrible with names. The blue-haired guy, uh, his, his, like, lips. Like, I always notice that. Like, they're very, like, prominent, you know, the, with the, the art blue style. blue hair, or, like, the main character? That's definitely one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not blue. <laughs> okay, it's, like, blue-gray, whatever. Like, it's... Like silver. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Silver. It appears that maybe it's because of like. I think she literally called it silver. I can't remember. Okay. But... Yeah. Fair enough. It look. I don't know. Maybe it's a tint on my monitor that looks kind of blue to me. But yeah. I, I get why you might call it blue. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might be the contrast of like the blue, the silver, and the orange. You know, it yeah. like makes certain colors pop up. I mean, anyway, I point is, like the lips are yeah, very see, defined. See, lips. Like, Dude, the lips to, like most like, anime. Yeah. <laughs> the the um. That's just like the thing I noticed because it's like. They appear very like big from some angles, and then some angles, like when it's drawn, like it you can't see them at all. It's just like uh. I think it's one of those things where, like, usually anime doesn't give lips, and so and then you like, you yeah, see lips it stands like, out are, like very defined. Yeah, it's exactly. It's Whereas if you're looking at a real person, you know, you expect to see lips, you know, you, you uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's um. That's just like the one thing I kept noticing. I was like, dude, every minute, like, he would turn or something. I'm like, bro, did you get like fillers or what? Like, that, that shit looks huge. Like, oh. yeah, it's kind of like um, how they don't give anime characters noses from some perspective. Exactly. So say, yes. Like, you don't, you know, uncanny. When, when, yeah, when anime characters have like prominent noses or like cl clearly drawn with some level of detail with like their nostrils and stuff, that stuff is like very, very, very noticeable. But, um, yeah, show is, uh, Show's good. I'm still like, like I mentioned, still kind of like. You're always gonna sus. hate. Okay, something is sus. It's just like his actions. Like he's like too gigachad, you know. He's would like you, too. Would you suddenly <laughs> feel better about his character if he like actually did something like on like horrible or not horrible maybe, but like, would you? What would your? He needs to make a make? mistake, bro. He needs to make a mistake. That's what. That's what, that's what I need him to do. He needs to like do something like. Yeah, he's too a, perfect. This you is know? a shoujo protagonist. That's how it goes sometimes. I know. I've I've come to uh I've come to understand that, you know, but it's uh it's uh it's a tough pill to swallow, you know. That's uh yeah. I mean it's 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 fine for now. We'll we'll see what see what happens. But yeah. it's episode, just, episode <laughs> six was a, a slapper though. Yeah. I like I um, forgot we were even like reaching that point until like <clears throat> uh like some of the stuff was happening, like, oh, oh, we're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't um, know how all the volumes are laid out or anything. And, uh, so then, like, all of a sudden, we're, like, at the start of Volume 3, and I'm like, oh, this happens at the mm. start of Volume 3. Like, I forgot about that. Did it, did it like, skip a lot? Or, like, what? Like what? I don't think it really had, like, 
I haven't like looked through it, but I don't I don't feel like it skipped anything. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, I'm still keeping an eye on him. <laughs> were those only two you're watching? I want to say. It um, it's. I mean, there's Apothecary Diaries, but that's like continuing. Yeah, I haven't I haven't caught up with that yet, but because that's like. I was like, <clears throat> I forgot. I think I like stopped watching a while, and then I, like the new season started, and then I like forgot, and then yeah, I have to catch up with it. But yeah, we're, we're uh, in what, what episode are we on? Stuff right now. Uh, we're on episode eighteen, nineteen airs. Okay, tomorrow. so yeah, I've like, yeah, okay, I've got a few more than a few to catch up on, but I stopped at like ten or eleven or something like that, and then I like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'll uh, I'll catch up with that though. Um, uh, but yeah. Yeah, we're, like the, we're in some like... interesting territory right now. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Uh, good. But, uh, yeah, speaking of territory, it's end-time territory for this episode. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode of the GoToCast and you'd like to go listen from YouTube to audio only, I'm not fixing the link in the description, so you can just go to any relevant podcasting platform. Uh, so I did fix the link. I have to fix it on, like, 90 episodes. I don't feel like doing that. Maybe one day. But uh, yeah, any relevant podcasting platform is the Order and Anime Podcast. Can't possibly miss it. Same with YouTube. Is the Order and Anime Podcast. We're the only one. Can't possibly miss us. Um, every Saturday, 3 p.m. EST without fail, except for when we do, there will be a new episode up for you to enjoy. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. I had some pretty good discussions, and we hope to see you in another one. Thank you, and goodbye.